What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com, promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1, that's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. What did you think of Willie McGinnis talking about Nick Bosa? Um, on NFL Network, we watched the video. I guess this was Thursday, and Willie's been was Willie at his pro day. Uh, Willie was at the combine for sure. Willie was at the com- Willie was you know commentating at the combine with the D lineman. I, I don't think he was at the pro day. No, um, but he I think he was. Said, he was in NFL Network when the pro day was going on. Okay, he dropped one of these. Uh, you know, he's a really good college player. He said that he called him a really good college player, which is always code for I'm not so sure he's a pro. Which is fine. Like, I didn't think Willie, right, I watched it. You told me, like, Willie's not up there, like, trying to get attention. He's just talking. And then I watched it, and you're right. He was just, here's what I think. I'm not not afraid to say that I'm not totally seeing it with this guy. Yeah, I I don't necessarily disagree with Willie. Now, I, I do think Twitter will tell you that everyone's racist. There, oftentimes in sports, there's this thing called reverse racism where you see a white guy, and you go, he can't be that good. And that's, that's a real thing. And that make, might make some people uncomfortable, but it's just a fact. I'm not saying Willie's saying that, but you just see Nick Bosa, and you go, this guy is going to be the next fucking Khalil Mack? Or what? Hell, this guy's going to be his brother? Because I don't see it. Uh, clearly, Willie doesn't see it. I talked to a buddy in the league that thought he was a little stiff in the workout. And again, like, oh, you're just you're overthinking it, you're nitpicking. Yeah, that's what happens with top five picks. 
they get nitpicked. <laughs> You're about to pay this guy $30 million. Sorry, you know, these these companies that are the teams get, you know, have high standards for someone they're going to give $30 million to. It's the way the world works. Le'Veon Bell yesterday was like, the Steelers used to get mad at me for, like, playing video games. Yeah, Le'Veon, they're paying you $12 million. They want you to be focused on football. Sorry, novel concept. You know, <laughs> the company that pays you a lot wants you to be locked in. Uh, welcome to life. Uh, but I, I sound like Tom Izzo. Well, you want to get in Tom Izzo? Cause I got some thoughts on that too. Willie Not McGinnis really. is one of the great, just physical specimens in life. So he's going to even Willie Nick Bosa like still play. Yeah. Nick Bosa is six, three, two fifty, whatever. But relative to Willie looks at th- this guy is going to do what I did. Former first round pick top 10 pick from USC that became an all pro borderline hall of famer. So I don't blame Willie McGinnis for looking at him and go, this guy, again, tape speaks for itself. 6'5", 270, according to Wiki. Willie. According to Wiki. Wiki. Willie's Wiki. He's fucking massive. And I think Willie's also standing there and seeing Rashawn Gary, seeing some of these other guys that are just bigger. Josh Allen. Just go, I, I, Twitter loves telling everyone and social media and the draft people that never worked in the NFL, like, size doesn't matter. Why do we worry so much about arm length? Because it does matter. And I'm not saying this is Nick Bosa's problem, but when you're not the biggest guy in the room, and that doesn't always necessarily translate to being a great football player, some guys just judge you. They just, I'll bet against that guy. And more often, when you bet on against the little guys, you're going to be right more well, often than you're wrong. You know what, John? Not to make again, this. Again, he's not little, but. So not to make this about the tournament again, but like I was just doing some reading on some of the Auburn guys the other day. Guess who leads them in steals? The guy's 6'8", but he's got a 7-foot wingspan. Like, Matisse Thibault, defensive final player of the year finalist for Washington. Guess what? 7-foot wingspan. Longer arms than height. Makes him deceptive, well, well, and it makes him... It's like this, to me, it's to not me the dead giveaway is Draymond. You ever walk by Draymond? He's 6'4", 5'. I mean, he's tall. For His arms fucking hang down to his knees. His arm length is... Inc- his. He has the arm length, I would imagine, if you, like, Text someone on the Warriors of a six nine guy. Well, arm length has got to be outside, like the scouts. All you, like all you guys, it's an it's a thing that. I, but it's one of the more underrated qual. Like we always want to know about vert and height, but arm length is so underrated. Well, why do we talk about in a fight when it's one on one? There's the really reach. one thing that matters, right? Reach. Because yeah. if you can hit me and I can't hit you, that's a problem. If you play defensive line and I can touch you, Jason Peters has thirty five inch arms, and you can't touch me, like. Jonah Williams, the Alabama tackle, they might have to play guard, has short arms. And I know Joe Staley working out with him is like, well, that's not a big, it's not a big deal. I had shorter arms too. Yeah, Joe, you were one of the best athletes to ever play tackle. This guy's not, and Von Miller can touch him and he can't touch, you know, that guy. So that's a problem. And I what? think when we talk about the lines, arm length really matters, offensive and defensive linemen. Because again, it's, individual one-on-one fights it's like it's talk about it like re- we would reach in a boxing match so there were two middle there were two specific critiques from willie mcginnis one was he thought that when he watched the film and nick bosa that nick wasn't producing as well against what he called the big dogs like the big dogs is not where nick made his hay according to willie um and remember like that was one of the big things with khalil mack right was that he got he got that one shot at buffalo at ohio state and it, as it turned out, an NFL offensive lineman and was incredible. Kind of like the John Morant, Florida State, John Morant, Marquette, whatever. Um, and then his other critique was he just thought that 
he wasn't great in space. He, his what, Willie's other thing was like in a league where you got to be able to get out and cover and drop. That's not mm-hmm. Nick's strength, and that was his other concern. So those were the two like main things that that Willie hit on. Well, to me, my my counter for Willie's second critique is he's a four three defensive end. He should never be dropping in space. And he was kind of calling him an outside linebacker, which is yeah. See, I I view him as a four three defensive end. I think most NFL teams do, which fits what the Niners and what the Raiders do. Like he is a four three defensive end. My only question is: is his upside to be an elite player that you're going to have to draft in the top five? There, Twitter draft Knicks tells you it is. Some people in the NFL don't feel quite as confident. Now, I think what makes him a little different is that he has a brother who is, I don't know what, a top five defensive lineman in the NFL. Now, do you feel like his brother, is the hype on Nick stronger than Joey because of Joey, you think? Because of the name? Like if it was just, if this was Nick Haberman and not Nick Bosa, would we talk about him like we do? No, I think the fact that he's a Bosa, that his brother was not just really good, but that his brother was kind of, I don't want to say controversial, but just the unsigned, the fact that he didn't sign and he became a story. And I think when a guy doesn't sign, people start rooting for him to fail. But then he didn't fail. He did the opposite. He backed it up. Like that whole thing, right, was like, oh, shit, he kind of shoved it in everybody's face. He's sweet. <laughs> right? He's good. Um, and then the element with the dad and then the element that he leaves school early and it's like, you know, when people started talking trash about Joey, because Joey didn't sign, and then he shoved it in everyone's face. I think it's kind of the same deal. Like, this guy's going to leave school, but it's kind of like, wait, is he going to shove it in everybody's face too? Like, is Isn't it weird good? with the Boses? It's like, there's a lot of shit with them, but nothing's really that bad. Like, what is the worst thing? He held out. Well, it's, he's not the agent, you know? They've had injuries. You can't, they don't want to get hurt. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, there's a lot of smoke, and I think that these people are just, is there going to be a fire there? Is eventually because, like, I'll give you an example: the Watts. JJ became the best defensive player in the NFL. Then his brother TJ was pretty big time, and he's become a really good player. Was drafted in the twenties, and his other brother Derek, who's a fullback, they kind of just. Why do the Watt brothers kind of fly under the radar? Doesn't it feel like his brother that's in Pittsburgh? Which one's that? TJ. That's the that's the the linebacker. Yeah, he was good. Like I think he had like ten sacks last year. Did it feel to you like him being a lot worked against him? Like people, yeah, kind of. people yeah. felt like, oh, he must only be getting attention because he's a lot, but he's actually not that great. Well, I think if you redid that draft, he guy he had he has played two years. He has twenty sacks. He had thirteen last year. If they redid that draft. Pittsburgh got him at like 25, no chance he makes out of the top 15. I think we talk about him more if his name was TJ Henderson. Guy, he had 13, he had more sacks last year than D Ford. I don't think people, oh, TJ, oh, that's just JJ. Yeah, JJ's brother who fucking dominates. Yeah, (laughs) I don't, why, why why is that? How about, and I get fullback is not, his little brother might be the best fullback in the league. Like their family dominates. Now, I think the question, but the difference is you could have drafted Derek and like, the sixth round you got tj in the late first to get the boses you got to draft in the top 10 right you gotta draft in the top five yeah i don't know like I if, mean... you tell, if you tell me that nick bosa becomes tj watt like if the niners draft nick bosa and through two seasons he has 20 sacks they'd feel pretty good about it right right you think in two seasons bosa will have 20 sacks no you'd say the likelihood is not high yeah i don't but again i I, this is one of the more fascinating drafts in years 
because all these guys are pretty good, but some of them are going to be better than others, and I think they're just kind of all clumped together, and no one really knows. Like the one year that all the receivers went in the first round and turned out to be really good, like if you got Odell Beckham or you got Mike Evans or you got Brandon Cooks, like they all turned out to be sweet. So now some of them have moved teams or whatever, but none of those GMs got knocked for that pick, right? If you took Brandon Cooks, if you took Odell Beckham, if you took Mike Evans, it was just a lucrative receiver draft. Like everyone got credit. <laughs> more than usual drafts that happen, like you got more credit for taking Fletcher Cox and not taking Michael Brockers and Don Terry Poe, right? It usually works that way. One guy turns out to be sweet, and the one's other solid, and the other gets injured and is just never that great. And I think that's what this draft kind of feels like. Where last year's draft, for example, was, you know what it looks like now? Team's happy with McGlinchey. The team loves Roquan Smith. Quentin Nelson, they wouldn't trade him for the world. Sam Darnold, they're on top of the world. Baker Mayfield, even Saquon Barkley. Everyone last year in the top 10 feels pretty excited today, don't they? By the way, how many, like, after week one, just legit, oh my God, what a pick moments were there for Sam Darnold? But he had he threw like four touchdowns in his first game. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, so take that out. After that, how many moments were there? Like we talk about Sam, I feel like like the Jets, like we've got the. But I'm just like I watched the rest of the season. I don't remember that many moments that I was like, the hero is here. But that's how we talk about him. Like, well, the team was atrocious. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Like I don't. I, I, do you remember any other moments? Like I mean, he had one. He had yeah. He had one other moments moment i think against the g the, he plays for the jets maybe the bills or maybe the dolphins yeah, yeah I, where he I, threw like four touchdowns and a couple deep bombs to robbie anderson yeah there were i'm sure there were a couple i'm just saying like we talked yeah, about yeah there weren't many moments i like it's it hard, don't get me wrong i'm rooting guy for it. it's hard to have moments when you're running back you can't name them and your best receiver is robbie anderson like that happened yeah yeah uh, we'll, we'll see if you'll be uh we'll be having these conversations when Le'Veon bell and they have Nikhil harry yeah mccagnan's out there saving his job yeah, I'm not a big McCagnan guy, but who knows? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.